Now entering Nerdist.com. Hello, sex nerds. Hey, put her there. High five. Give me a hug. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, last week was quite a doozy of an episode, um, kind of on the heavy side. So this week, um, quite literally, a palate cleanser. Sort of. I mean, golden showers. You know, to each their own. Is, does it cleanse your palate, or do, or do you need something? Do you need like a uh, after thing? What is it? What is it, the people who, who do shots? What is that? Thing? A chaser. You need a chaser. I don't know. But this is a chaser for last week's episode. What'll next week's be? If you need a chaser for this episode, I don't know. Okay, so uh, I realized trigger warning, squicks. Uh, you know, this may not be a turn on for you. Um, it's definitely outside the realm of things that I have explored or have really delved into, even intellectually. It's kind of in the dark place in my mind because I don't, I just, I don't know. You'll, you'll hear on this episode, we talk about it and I'm like, what? A lot. Um, and I enjoy the squicks because, you know, when you're trying to be really open-minded about everything, it's fun when you find things that are challenging. It's good. It's nice. Um, but no, I'm so grateful for Ken Milvoinberg, Sunny Megatron, and Damon Holzem for talking so openly about their interests and really schooled me on a lot of things. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, apologies. This, the second segment with Damon is recorded on my iPhone because it was the tiniest window of opportunity to interview him. That's all I had on me. And you know what? I, I think it still sounds pretty good, so um, but let me know what you think, if it bugs you. And uh, yeah, we are coming up to the summertime, uh, which marks uh, this this year, it marks the three-year anniversary of this, this podcast, It's which is phenomenal. I mean, it's about to outlive almost a little bit more, a few more months, and it will have outlived uh, my longest romantic relationship, which is, I mean, it's exciting exciting actually i mean almost 150 episodes thank you please um comment on itunes if you haven't already if if itunes is something that you have because um that really helps with ratings helps us stay in the game and just let people know about it um i am planning some trips to let's see portland hopefully will happen next month so portland people look out and new york at the beginning of october oh (laughs) and austin at the end of september so um just loosely if you want to mark your calendars and just know i'll be coming to those places so i'm excited clearly i don't have anything specific to tell you um but that's you know just giving you a heads up because i like you i want to see you i want to i want to get to know you i want to stare deeply into your eyes for a moment um okay thank you for tuning in and let let's get to the program enjoy kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hey, sex nerds. How's it going? Uh, we're gonna, we're about to talk. Can you hear that bell in the background? Guess where I am. I'm in a place full of adorable animals, including the humans. Uh, I have come to this magical realm to talk to two wonderful humans in the Chicago area. <laughs> okay, focus, because we're about to talk about pee and stuff, okay? So I just, so over a lovely dinner this evening, 
I just taught at, uh, in Chicago, a, a sex class and my friend Ken Mel, uh, Ken Melvoinberg. That's good. Close. There's Ken, Ken Melvoinberg. Okay. Okay. There was a, the, I wasn't missing any syllables. I just Let's hadn't say. paused. Melvoinberg. Like, yeah. <laughs> Melvoinberg. Okay. Melvoinberg. 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 Ah, I see. It's, a, it's an up and a down. Yeah. So, so my friends, <laughs> so I was at a lovely dinner with my friends, Ken Melvoinberg. No, I did it again. I did it. You had the wrong emphasis on the syllable. <laughs> Melvoinberg. Yes! You did it. Why? I, I think I've just been saying my, your last name with the wrong flow this well, entire time. It's going to be Ken Megatron Melvoinberg. Wait, what's your last name going to be? Uh, it's going to be Ken Megatron Melvoinberg once we're married. Oh, snap. And Sunny Megatron. Yes. Is your maiden name? Yes. Oh, actually, um, I'm from a long line of Megatrons. We're the Omegatrons from Ireland. When we came over, we dropped the O. Now we're just Megatron. She's black Irish. Wait. Are we, wait. I'm Is this, yeah, okay. No, I'm totally fucking with you. No, no. I was in a bunch of Irish uh, uh Graveyards. I didn't have to see any Megatrons. No, no Omegatron, McMegatron. No. You could totally be a like an X Men mutant though, with your because you have fiery red hair and you. you oh, I could. I could. That'd be cool. Um, but uh, uh, Ken, Sunny, um, I so very much appreciate the clown sex episode that we recorded. You're very welcome. Uh, so I learned over dinner that Ken here likes. Water sports. I do. I do. I do like water sports. Into giving. So you're like, uh, like jet skiing and like, I don't know, like doggy paddling, like which kinds? Um, like peeing on my submissives. That's what I, that's my thing. I like peeing on people. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's one of my favorite things to do. I have a, one submissive in particular that's been training for me for just a short period of time, but she's very into piss play. And it's been something that I've been into for a long time, whether it is pissing on somebody in the shower, having them put it in their mouth, uh, possibly drinking it. Um, and pee is an amazing thing. A lot of people assume that it's sterile. That's actually not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm writing an article about it pretty soon, uh, talking about the particular issues with urine not being sterile. It's pretty safe to play with as long as you don't have like a urinary tract infection or kidney problems. At that point, you get certain bacteria and fungal infections that can affect people. But as long as you don't have a UTI, you don't have something that is obviously wrong or any open sores, it's very, very safe to do. Okay. Let's back up a step. I appreciate like all the health knowledge because that's important. I hadn't even, I was still stuck on, like I was still. Ew, pee pee. Right, Ew, right. pee pee. Yeah. Ew in your face. <laughs> right. Okay. Because usually when I talk to people, I don't talk to people a lot, but it doesn't come up that specific thing, even though, but it's kind of no common knowledge that's fairly, it's actually much more common than, than people think. But it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't come up in conversation that much. Uh, and usually I talk to somebody who volunteers the information that they like to receive. They like to swallow. They like to be peed on, et cetera. And so it's interesting to talk to somebody who likes to do it to others. So that's also kind of exciting because I'm like, oh, you're like a special, unique flower to me. I am. I'm a very unique breed. It's it's interesting. My, my very good friend, Maya Sinstress, who's a professional dom, is the one who 
had really talked to me about piss play at first and the different things that she does with her clients. So for example, she taught me to make it a little bit more colorful, drink beet juice ahead of time because your pee will come out red. It'll look as though you're, uh, you know, you have blood in your urine, but it's very, very colorful. It's amazing. Uh, it makes it taste a little bit different. I've been told by my submissive that my urine tastes a little bit like maple syrup. Because of beet juice or just in general in life? Just in general, just just in life, it's whatever I have for my diet. And does every does every person have like like the, your unique snowflake pee taste? Like for, from what I've been told, yes. Everybody now has I kind of want to know what my spell. pee tastes like. Would you taste it? I I won't taste your pee. No, oh, you, you can taste your pee. Though. No, I don't want to taste my pee. I don't taste any pee. <laughs> Not a pee taster. No. So how does this work? Okay. Now, uh, backing up, I realize there's a whole clown sex episode where we talk a bit of, about your relationship, but. Um, you two have been together a while. Mm-hmm. You're engaged. Um, can you have submissives? You've been a practicing dom for a long while. Um, any other specific tidbits that you think are important for people to know in terms of context of just because some people, the geography and geometry of it can be a little confusing sometimes. Yeah, there is, there is a couple of like very basic tidbits. The first thing is, first of all, be hydrated. Uh, drink lots and lots oh. and lots of water. I well, <laughs> I meant like about your relationships. Oh, since I'm like, sorry. Just, I just, like the geography of peeing. Uh, <laughs> no, like um, like wait a minute. There are a couple, but then you're saying subs and like uh, like is she uh, jealous or is she a sub or like like are are you? Oh yeah, no, no. I am I am not a submissive. Um, I consider myself more of a dominant, but not quite as a dominant as dominant as you. Um, I. I really like to co-top together and I kind of like to be the co-pilot. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I, I'll be the vice president. He could be the CEO and I'll, you know, I like that. Um, so I, um, we have an open relationship. So I have no jealousy or anything like that. Um, everything's cool. We are honest. I don't know what else. That's, you know. Well, I think the communication is the key. I um, have four girls all together. Sunny is my one and only. She's my love. Uh, we have what's called uh, a monopoly, a monopoly, which is we are monogamous emotionally, and then we're poly in other ways. And then I have three submissives, uh, all of which kind of serve as a different role. Um, now, the it's uh, e- each one does something slightly different than than the other. And I didn't ask them ahead of time to say their names online, so I'm not going to do that right now. But one serves as um she's a younger girl she's my baby girl and she is also what's called a boot black or somebody who likes to shine shoes that's her particular thing um a baby girl do you mean like an age play baby girl or is it just sort of your nickname that you no it is well she's younger number one but it is an age play thing as well she's okay. i'm her daddy and she's my baby girl okay. i just didn't know if baby girl was like a specific like you know like water sports is like a specific thing we know that that doesn't mean jet skiing but i didn't know if baby <laughs> baby girl was a specific thing or if it was all like yeah you know my boo like i didn't know exactly yeah it's it, it is specifically an age play thing she likes uh corporal punishment she likes uh, all sorts of interesting age play things involving with candy for one thing. Like I, and I actually control her diet. She lives in Michigan. So oftentimes I will have her, I will plan her lunches out during the week as she goes to her job. So for example, our good friend, uh, Eric Berry, who you met earlier tonight, uh, had a problem with his jaw. So in order to make her be in solidarity with him, I put her on an all liquid diet for three days. Whoa. Like yeah. in secretary. It's very much like in secretary. That's part of our dynamic. And then she comes up here or I go to see her in Michigan and we get together and we just have an amazing time together. Now my you pee on her. 
No, her I do not pee on. Okay. Not yet. This is something we are actually in the process of discussing. Uh, but we haven't done pee play on her. Now, my um, submissive that's here in uh, Chicago, who's my full-time submissive, uh, she's the one who I pee on. And we do all sorts of interesting pee play. Um, it's uh, it's amazing. I first started doing this with other submissive years ago. Um, in, uh, and many people do request it. It's one of the things that's a very, very common fantasy and being a particularly, uh, like strong service top, but also very sadistic. I thought of one particular torture that I'm kind of known for. And what I will do is I will put nipple clamps on somebody. I will attach a small, tiny little bucket to that nipple clamp. Oh no, you don't. And then I, and then I put a straw in the bucket and then I pee in the bucket. So as the bucket gets heavier, it gets weighed down. The nipples go down with it. And in order for the nipples not to be dragged down to the ground, essentially they have to drink the pee out of the little bucket. Right. So they have to, they have to drink just as fast as you can pee or, you know, something like that. Yep. They, or, or the weight drag, drags yeah. everything down and it becomes heavier and heavier and heavier. You know, as you're talking, when I said, oh, no, you didn't, or whatever I said, it was because I could imagine immediately. And then the straw came in and it was like even I couldn't. Wow, that's amazing. That's creative. Thank you. That's like, um, yeah, who thinks of that? That's so, I don't know. When I hear about specific, unique things like that, I'm just always like, how did you? Like, I have a friend who figured out to... um you go out to dinner with a sub and feed them a lot of really salty food so that they could just tie them up and then make them go like, like drink water in front of them, you know, like just <laughs> like that's fucked up and hilarious. Anyway. Okay. Back to you. So yes, uh, you're known for this, like throughout the, all of Chicago, you are the nipple clamp straw pee guy. That's, that's one of the many things I'm known for. Yes. In addition <laughs> to being a clown and some of the other interesting things that I do, um, and I also very much enjoy, uh, putting somebody into bondage. What I'll do is I will, uh, put them so that their derriere is exposed directly to me. Um, and then put some sort of a toy in them, uh, usually an anal toy of some sort, and then piss on the anal toy or piss in their face as they're on the ground. You know, of course, with a sheet and everything all around, uh, piss play is a lot of fun. Uh, it's something that is very taboo. And I think that's why there's such a large call for it because there's not too many doms that, um, will do this willingly. Uh, but for me, it's something that I very much enjoy. We do it in the shower primarily or on rubber sheets, uh, either on a bed or on the ground. Can I ask you a question? Just Absolutely. because like, I don't pee with you because I don't really like pee, but now I'm like, Ooh, I feel like you, Sandra, like I want to ask all the questions. <laughs> do you ever, um, have anal sex with someone and pee in their butt? Uh, yes, I've done that before. Is it fun? Yeah, it is fun actually. Yes. Okay. Does it like spray out the sides? Like, where does it go? Uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll fuck them in the ass, make it gap a little bit, uh, and then I will piss in it, and then it's sort of like a, a urine enema. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever do that to me. <laughs> if, you, if you don't, if you don't want scary questions, <laughs> no, I'm, it, I'm, in, I'm interested, but I just, you know, the I've never said, well, is I not love you. And I love you too, and that's just not something I, right. I want. You're not submissive to is, me. I'm glad you have other people to but, do your pee stuff with. But because, wouldn't, but wouldn't you like to watch me do that to somebody? Yeah. Oh, totally. It's fascinating to me. I just don't want to touch pee or to pee on somebody, but I will watch the pee all day long. Can have you ever been able to urinate while erect? Yes, you have to bend over, though. One of the problems is that when you become erect, it um, your urethra doesn't line up to your bladder. 
because of just how your junk works. So when you do that, that's a lot of times you'll see there's two issues with that. One, if you've had an orgasm already and you still have an erection and you try to urinate, a man's, um, the, uh, the ureter will actually get sort of tight from the ejaculation and the stream of pee will split in half and you have no idea which way that it's going. How exciting. It, it is. It's kind of <laughs> random. The other thing is if you do have an erection, you have to bend over so that the urethra lines up with the bladder so that you can urinate. Okay. This is all... Yes. Okay. Okay. You, I mean, Ken. Yes. I just, I mean, I have more questions, but I do want to follow up because do you know about, I mean, I feel like you, of course you would, but do you know about uh, hollow butt plugs that allow you to um, really get up in there with pee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. What, what do you think? I mean, I've seen them around different sizes, like really big empty holes in the middle where you could really just, just get up in there. I don't know. Like, cause it sounds like you just are like, come on. Gap. Well, those those are the sort of toys that I've talked about before that we've used uh, that they have like kind of a hole in the middle and you use those to get into them. Um, that's one of, of, of multiple types. Another thing that I like to use is that um, there's a mouth gag that is a funnel uh, that you tie to them and then you piss right into the funnel that goes into the mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen them. I've seen them. Ah. Oh. Like the ones that look like uh, they look like urinals. Have yeah, you seen yeah. them? Yeah. yeah, they look just like you know what urinals. I was just thinking? What would you ever do? Like you know, like a beer bong, but a u- urine bong. Yeah, absolutely. I would do oh, that to somebody. That, that would be, I would watch that. <laughs> I think we know who we can do that to. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I, you know. I know. I need to step back. Also, FYI, trigger warning. Um, maybe. <laughs> it's a little bit late for the trigger warning. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm sure I'll do something in the meeting, but it's just funny because I'm like, all right. I. Um, where do I even, I feel like, I feel like, okay, well, we're definitely going to talk about tips for people who want to do this, but why? There's a question. Why do you like it? Because I imagine someone's listening going, I don't, I'm fascinated, but I don't get it. I don't know why. I, why are you, why are you mean? Don't do that. It's not nice. You know, or whatever. Like, yeah. I, I can think of like five different things that, that yeah, might be, say, but I, the, the people that I've talked to have come down to a couple of different reasons. One is humiliation because it's one of the ultimate acts of humiliation, but more importantly, it's an act of submission. And that's like the people that come to me to, to have this done to them want to do complete and total submission. And there's nothing more. Um, submitting to somebody than having them urinate on you or in you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the one thing. Also, there is uh, the control of your bowels is a, a very basic primal control. Sonny's face was all frowny. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Don't poop on me. I'm not talking no. about that. I'm not talking about pooping on you. Okay. We're not going to have oops, poops or sneeze peas. Okay. Those are two things that we talk about when she sneezes sometimes. She's, oh, I'm going to have a sneeze peas. Yeah. Yeah, two kids, 40s. They have I hear you. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Um, and so as the the giver of the urine, mm-hmm. does it, is there a, is it the, like, to humiliate someone, what is like the thing that I always think about is it goes back to things like um, think about a pack of dogs and who is the alpha. The one thing that they use, um, almost any mammal will use as an ultimate act of domination, is to urinate on a spot, saying that this is mine, this is my thing. I'm peeing on this, and it belongs to me. So for me, it's not necessarily about humiliation, but it's about dominance. Um, I'm much more interested in dominating somebody than I am humiliating them. Most of my sub, uh, most of my submissives are females, 
And although they might be slightly into humiliation, in my experience, most of the female submissives that come to me have a difficult enough time just being female and having to, you know, have humiliating things happen to them in day to day life. Um, so when they come to me, they, they want to submit, but they don't want to be humiliated mm -hmm. any more than they do having to go to work and mm -hmm. um, having to put up with some asshole, uh, you know, that's telling them what to do all day. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, so, but, but because I'm a dom, uh, one of the th things that they like about that is that it is an act of dominance on my part and an act of submission on their part. In fact, it is to them the ultimate act of submission. And they also find it very sexy. So oftentimes what we'll do is after we complete the act and I will, they won't necessarily drink it. Sometimes they will. Uh, last time I did it, I showered her in the face, put it in her mouth. Uh, she did not swallow, spit it out into the bathtub. And then I pissed all over her tits and her ass. Um, I did not use the, the little plug I have because any one of those sorts of toys is um, individualized for that person, although you can't sterilize it. When I do have a submissive, I like to give them their own particular toy if it comes to anything to do with urine you know, or yeah, yeah. bodily fluids. I'm really into the uh, mammal dog pack peeing on your property thing. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, there was something like, 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 ah, okay. Thank you for that. That was really helpful. Oh, you're very welcome. It's one of the things, in fact, you'll see that um, I, I would be surprised if there weren't a number of people that were into puppy play that were also into piss play to a certain extent because it is a way to show dominance. So if you ever go to IML and you see the huge puppy pit there, which I think you'd very much enjoy. Oh, oh they, yeah, I would definitely like a puppy pit. I mean, I don't Venn diagram pee and puppy play in my erotic landscape, but it makes so much sense. Yeah. The two things go hand in hand in, in a certain way, especially when it's people that are trying to out alpha each other as dogs. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would hope that everyone is, uh, is house trained in that puppy pile, but one would hope. And, uh, I am L no, I am L international Mr. Mr. Love leather. I have a few last questions. Okay. And yeah, I get very excited about all these things. So I'm just trying to make sure that I'm like, focus. Okay. I need to know what specifically is like in the realm of, um, pee play, pee play. What do we got? What, what do you prefer? Piss play, water sports, water sports. Yeah. I prefer water sports, okay. but it's golden showers, water sports, piss play. All of it is interchangeable. Right. <sighs> okay. My question now is what, I mean, you've kind of thrown out a little bit, Blake, if people want to, like I peed on my, uh, my friend, my, my partner a long time ago in the shower, just on his leg because he kept joking about it. Finally, I was like, I'm doing it. And he was like, Oh, I did. And like, that was it. Um, but that's, that's it in terms of, so I have very little reference in my life for this. So like, what's some like start starting stuff. Like if you, you've mentioned that you've trained uh, people who are interested yeah. and, or you just like full on like bend over. I'm a pee on your butthole. Like, like how do you, <laughs> what, what's like sort of the range? Like you've mentioned swallowing, you've mentioned peeing on the butt, peeing on the boobs, um, swallowing, uh, peeing in the mouth, spitting out. Are there any other major ones in terms of like what you found like our like, desires that are asked for specifically? Yeah. Specifically being peed on like uh, peeing on their faces, their faces in a toilet is another one because it's incredibly degrading. So somebody is into extreme humiliation. I might put their face into a toilet bowl and piss on them. Uh, oh, like their faces down, down in the toilet bowl. And then I'm peeing directly on them. Um, it, it's interesting for me because it started like my fascination with it started with girls that squirt. 
because that is really hot for me. Sunny is an amazing squirter. She's like old faithful. She's a geyser. And, uh, and I love it when I get squirt on my, you know, directly on my cock. I think that's really hot. And then it started with me. It was like, well, I want to try peeing on somebody because I can't squirt. I can create semen, but I can't create nearly the sort of amount of fluid that she can. And it was really fascinating to me. So my first experience with it was peeing on somebody with, you know, in the shower. Now, one of the advantages of being a cis male, and I hate that word, but I'm going to use it anyways, is that you can aim a penis in different directions. So not only can I write my name in the snow, uh, if need be with urine, but I can also in the shower or anywhere else, uh, direct the stream of urine up, down, left, right, wherever it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good functionality. Just built right in there. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Last thing, which is what I, what we've mentioned a little bit, which are like the guidelines of, of, of the pee. Like you mentioned beet juice. You've mentioned don't do asparagus. You mentioned be very hydrated, lots of drinking water. Any other tips about playing with the taste? Cause like for me, I, if I had, if I had to, if I had to, cause it's not like it, there's not, I don't get thirsty when I think about it. I have more of like a, like, you know, like, Ooh, get it out of my mouth kind of thing. So if I had to swallow it, although I guess that sounds extreme because I, I could, I could, I could be peed on. Like it wouldn't be horrible. And like, don't get in my eye. But if like I had to swallow it, I would, uh, hope that they'd be like, it would be quite diluted, but I don't know. Some people might want it really, really thick and funky first thing in the morning. I don't know. I mean, is it, do you tend to want to water it down? Does it tend to be, or are people like, no, give me the flavor. I, I don't, I have no concept of, of how you work it out. Most of the people that I've played with, and this is, I can only speak from personal experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drink three liters of water beforehand in order to minimize any sort of biological, fungal, or viral contact that might be coming along with it. Uh, I never, I never do piss play when I'm on antibiotics. I would never do it if uh, either me or my partner had a UTI, because if they have a UTI themselves. Uh, you don't want to mix that with urine on top of, you know, like you don't want to chance it getting into their vagina on accident. Oh, because, right. Because that, well, yeah, or like any sort of open sores. But most of the people that I know like the, uh, it's more the act than it is the smell. Although I do know of some male submissives that I've talked to some uh, from some professional dom friends of mine that do like the smell. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the act, not the sensory experience of it. I see. It's the symbolism Mm -hmm. of what it means. Huh. I am learning things. Sunny, how about you? Yeah, I am learning things. I mean, I I, I have peed on somebody once and I was like, it was weird and I could, it couldn't, wouldn't come out. I was like, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Because I was like nervous and it was just kind of like weird. It could have been the partner, but. You you know, that's actually the one of the most common things I hear from pro doms and sex workers because it is the number one fantasy uh, is to be peed on. And many of them have a nervous tick that they just get stage fright and they can't do it no matter how much water they've drank. Yeah, that that happened to me. And, I, you know, one interesting thing, though, is I think back to when I was a little kid before I really kind of sort of knew what sex was. I was like, I don't know, six or something. I thought that like the mommy and the daddy got together in the bed and they peed and pooed on each other. <laughs> and I thought they kept like tarps in the closet. And, yeah. So I, <laughs> so I don't know. It kind of goes back to that. Like we're doing some taboo thing. I don't know. Not that I want to be peed on, but that's kind of where it goes in my head. And I think I have to talk about one of the other things that I've done before. So a friend of mine, like one of the things I did as a humiliating thing to one of my submissives once is I wore an adult diaper, pissed in it, and then put it on her head. 
Um, and a friend of mine started calling me a diaper top. Yeah. Okay. I feel, I feel complete. Like I feel like satiated about my curiosity. Yeah. Cause now I want to go like knock on some doors out here in Chicago and find somebody who likes to get peed on, you know? And would you like me to have somebody come over? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I can arrange that. Yeah. <sighs> Do you, have you noticed any gender difference? I mean, I don't know if people who are more, uh, more feminine identified versus male identified. I mean, since you've talked to female doms and like when you um, swap stories, I don't know if you've noticed like, huh, that's so strange. Like it, it has really tended to be like this with, I don't know, or like a male, male, female. Have you just noticed any trends? Yeah, or- absolutely. It's, uh, it is much more common for male submissives to want to be peed on by female doms. Although everyone that I've uh, done this act with has been female and they've been very femme. They've wanted to submit to me in some way and it's that act of submission. It's not an act of humiliation just for the people that I've talked to. But the males that I've done want humiliation, which is interesting that there's that difference. Yeah. I'd like, you know, I know a lot of, of female doms where they'll do like... You know, I'll pee in a glass and you go drink it. Like, I wouldn't mind doing that. Like, I don't like a mess. I don't like mess. Like, I don't want to go in the bathtub and then I'm squatting down and then I have stage fright and then I get pee on my feet and like, no. But if I were to go in the bathroom and pee in a cup and be like, okay, here, that wouldn't be so bad. But I would get pee on my hand, but I could wash it and they wouldn't be on my feet. And, you know, so that wouldn't be so bad. Someone drinking my pee, I could, I could do that. Okay. Yeah. But like in a shower, you just turn a couple knobs and it's all done. You just, you don't want any of like the mess, just yeah. any. Yeah. I'm not into the mess. Like it's just, ugh, I don't want to get it on me. Okay. I don't know. And when I pee, it kind of goes all over. Like I don't have a good stream. Right. We were talking earlier yeah. about <laughs> yeah. the labia engineering. It's on my legs. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. over the place. Yeah, no. We've no. been to S&M parties before where we've had pro doms that have made like teenies for their submissives that they'll like pee into a glass and then uh, like into a, like a martini glass and hand it over to them and make them drink directly out of the glass. By the way, one of the other things I was just thinking about that I do that I haven't discussed is that when I train my submissives, um, not only do I pee in them, but then I will make them take my cock. They will wipe it off for me, um, wash it, dry it without me having to touch my own penis. Because after I piss on them doing whatever I want, at that point, they've submitted to me so much that I make them handle my penis and like clean it off so that I put it back. That's cool. I see. I like doing that. <laughs> I don't consider myself submissive. And if anything about the act seems submissive, I'm like, Shut up. Get the fuck out. I'm not being submissive. But I would like, I like to hold his cock while he pees. Cause I'm just like, look how a penis works. Oh my God. It feels like this when it pees. Like, it's more like yeah, science. About it's you've done, you've done that before. Yeah. yeah. She'll and, like come into the bathroom with me. Like, I want to see how you pee and she'll hold my penis and pee for me. And then I'll giggle like, Oh my God. Oh, that's so weird. Mine's not like that. And yeah, it's <laughs> so not a, a dom sub thing at all. But yeah. You're just yeah. like a curious little kid when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, now, Sunny, you said that you didn't like mess. Maybe you could pee in a cup, get some money. Is there any change from what we've been talking about for you to be able to receive or get peed on, or maybe like on your? I guess because it's still mess. But like, if you were you were handed a cup of pee, if there was no mess, oh. no, no, <laughs> I, and, and I'm not submissive at all in that way. So I would be like, that would be torture. Okay. Like if you are, if you were like, I will give you three thousand dollars to drink this cup of pee. I might be like, all right, okay. 
but that'd no. be like a bad reality TV show. Yeah, it would be a bad. It would yeah be like Fear Factor. You know, maybe I do it, but I, no. I wasn't going to name a national show. Oh, sorry. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay, because I mean, I was wondering if I mean if I just peeled away the layers of squick, like ah uh, meth. Uh, in my mouth, no. like uh, taste bad. I don't know what happens when you get that in your eye. I've gotten cum in my eye. That's pretty bad. Oh yeah, that's real bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't want anything to do with having pee on me or consuming it or no. Mm-mm. Watching, you're totally cool. Oh, watching. totally. I want to watch other people do it. I'm, I'm t- completely fascinated. I think it's cool. Just. I- uh, my participation, I think, would be just very small. Like if I peed in a cup and gave it to somebody to drink, I could do that. But eh, nothing else really interests me. In your watching, being fascinated, could you be? Do you think you maybe could be aroused? I think, or or is it? Is there like a negative? Because you know, you've been making some faces. I don't know if disgust mm-hmm. factor is is a turn on, but is there like a like a like a voyeuristic water sports? enjoyable thing that you could imagine or is it more like look at those people that's a thing i mean i just don't know i think it's somewhere in between it's somewhere in like oh wow cool i'm learning something and oh that's kind of hot you know so it's it's a combination i could totally see you starting to fap off when if you saw me pissing in somebody's ass yeah yeah that might be hot Especially like if I was peeing in her mouth or something like that, or in in the ass directly, like through the the butt plug that we were talking about with the with the hole in it, or yeah. into the mouth. Yeah. Especially uh, like I, I get I get a little physical when I do this, so I'll grab them by the back of the head, uh, piss in their mouth, piss in their face, slap them around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like you do. Like I do. Right. You know, like like we were talking about choke somebody at a first date. Right. Right. Well, it was a whole. <laughs> that was interesting. That was fun, actually. I'm so glad you. Anyway, sorry we're talking about uh, when I taught earlier. Okay. Yeah. I'm try I'm I'm checking myself. Like would I get it turned on if I saw it? Would there be I don't know. Like am I into it? Like not really, but like but like other people being like usually when people are like into a thing, like I'll kind of be like, Woohoo, you, I'm getting turned on because you're turned on, but like I'm not, I don't know. You know, who knows? Yeah. So Sandra, I, I have a question for you. Squidgier than clowns? Or no, like what, oh, what, yeah. like like pee. Where does it fall? Like what's what's worse, clowns or piss? Well, we didn't get too into my feelings around clown stuff. I'm fine with clown stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it hits a lot of buttons. It's a lot of like ooh ah scared ah excited ooh ooh feelings childhood blah. Um, but pee's like, like no. <laughs> it's just like no. I mean, if somebody just if it meant some if it were something important to someone that I cared about that I, I that was with. Yeah, they could pee on my arm, my leg, you know, maybe my hair a little bit, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I just, the face and any place where it can get inside my body, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I immediately am like, you know, just pushing it out. Um, so, but like, I, I don't really have, I, it, it feels neutral to me. It feels like if I had some sort of like, if I grabbed a newspaper, like as a shield, like underneath my chin so that it didn't get near my face. Maybe one of those puppy, maybe one of the puppy cones of shame. I was thinking that, yeah. yeah. See, you now that. you would use the cone of shame to, to pee in, in I, and I, then I, it I, would I, like done, fill up and go I've to their mouth. I totally, yeah. I, I have done that before. Right, you know, this is, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is amazing. The puppy, it's very smart. Um, 
There is one thing I need. There's one very important thing I want to add that there is a huge urban legend out there that urine is completely sterile. That is absolutely not true. It is fairly safe to do, but if you again have any sort of bacterial, fungal, or viral sort of infection in your urinary tract, you're on antibiotics. Um, if you're somebody who has a current outbreak of an STI like herpes, if there's any kind of open sores, you don't want to use it under any of those circumstances. If it's any other circumstance other than that, and it's fairly safe, you've vetted this, you've talked about medical issues. Um, at that point, you can talk more about, uh, the sort of play you want to do. So like what you're looking for more is sores on the genitals or the mouth. If there is no sores there and somebody wants to drink it, any bacteria that's in the pee will probably be killed by the stomach acids more than likely. Thank you. And with that PSA. <laughs> PSA. <laughs> PPSA. PPSA. Oh, snap. Oh, all right, you guys. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk about this subject with everyone. Your analysis has been awesome. Where do people find you? Uh, you want to go first? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, SunnyMegatron.com or either on Facebook, Twitter, all the social media. I'm Sunny, S-U-N-N-Y, Megatron, M-A-G-A-T-R-O-N. And also take a look for us on Outside the Box. Yes. And, and it is on the Inside Adult Network. Yes. InsideAdult.com. InsideAdult.com. All right. And on that note, I am going to go pee. (laughs) (laughs) Pee you later. (laughs) Oh, no. Bye. (laughs) Damon Holzem. That's how I see your name, right? Perfect. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, We are here. I have uh, infiltrated your home to ask you a very important question. Go for it. I can't wait. Why? Just why? Why golden showers? Why receiving? Why in your mouth? Why why in places? Uh, I know we'll get into details, like uh, what, uh-huh. and I know we're like whispering, because I think someone's asleep or something, no, maybe? Justin's napping. My husband's napping. He's fine. Okay. It's all good. I'm like, it's secret. It's no, very it's secret. secret. Middle of the night. <laughs> um, yeah, why? I, I, you, so you receive uh, golden showers. You're okay um, when we... Uh, wrote uh, it was you're okay with giving and receiving and you do teach classes Mm -hmm. where you talk about this sort of thing what is it about receiving urine since we've talked about giving urine um i'm cool i think i said just a minute ago in the last interview that i'm okay getting peed on like Mm -hmm. someone was really like i just really need to be on you and be like all right because you're pretty cute (laughs) but other than that it's it's so outside the realm of what i i know to be erotic um Mm -hmm. So yeah, what? Why? So I'll tell you a very funny story briefly is the first time I explored water sports was up in San Francisco. It was a club called Blow Buddies and they had a night that was like golden shower nights and a club here called the Slammer actually has wet Wednesdays. So people go in and you know, it's a gay sex club. And so guys go in and they enjoy it. Um, The first time I went in and played, I was under the curiosity aspect and I was like walking around and all these guys were getting into it. And I'm like, don't pee on me. Don't (laughs) touch me. Don't get away. I'm like, and I tried to pee on someone and you think you're pee shy standing at a regular urinal when someone's staring at you or have their mouth at your dick. It's really difficult to get the flow started. 
flash forward years later, and here I am in a bathtub going, piss on me with like strangers. It's totally cool. Um, I think it has to do with, it's a bit of the taboo. It's pushing that envelope, mm-hmm. and it's pushing the envelope also in kind of a safe way. Okay. It's water sports, urine is, you know, sterile to the body. You have a very hard time. You can't catch HIV through it, things like that. So you can be dirty and kinky and still have a good time and walk away safe. Mm-hmm. It's not as messy as scat play. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that gag reflex like Roman showers or puke play. If you're going bodily harm, bodily fluids. I mean, I'm guessing that since your first one, how long has it been? Since when? Oh, uh, your first time. Oh, probably 10 years, 10, okay. 15 years now. I yeah. mean, I, I guess I haven't been challenged in that way. So mm-hmm. I'd imagine that I might have a gag reflex, but about like, getting peed. True. Yeah. Drinking it. Yeah. Yeah, possibly taking it or being on you. But usually the smell of urine doesn't turn people. They don't run away. Whereas a lot of times, and physiologically, we are programmed to run away from the smell of shit and things like that. Yes, I'm with you. I remember. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. So, you know, cleaning up your dog and you're like, um, I can't do that. Yeah, so, but with water sports, it's, I'm very versatile in it. I like peeing on and in and being peed on and in. So it's really enjoyable to me. I actually like the taste of it. From the, from the very first time, were you like, oh, surprisingly delicious? Or was it like a, an acquired taste like beer? It was a bit of an acquired taste. And it's funny you bring up beer because beer is one of the perfect urine neutralizers. What? Yeah, it totally makes it like people say, what does it taste like? What to describe it? Honestly, cornflakes. What? It Wait. It tastes, it has this like taste of kind of wheat cornflakes, um, depending on the uh, dilution, meaning you wouldn't really want that first stream in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, right after you took all of your vitamins and you can actually see that it's glowing slightly orange. Mm-hmm. Um, we shoot for the more, you know, after you've been out drinking and you've got the beer buzz going and it's nice and relatively clear. I like it on the pale, clear-ish side. Um, on me, doesn't bother me a bit. It washes off. No problem. Uh, I think it has a bit to do with that sense of vulnerability that comes from letting down a guard Mm -hmm. and letting yourself be vulnerable, uh, kind of that dominant submissive role. Mm -hmm. I don't submit easily. It's not part of my wiring. Mm -hmm. So to allow myself to go there and be pissed on is kind of a big deal. It, It makes me very like sexy, vulnerable at the same time. Like I'm allowing this to happen and look at me accepting this. So. Okay. And it's a lot. It's a lot, huh? Yeah. I'm letting it wash over me. I mean, it's, it's, I realized, (laughs) (laughs) I realized a while back, um, in a swimming pool with some friends, Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of them kinky Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go pee. And somebody making a joke like, well, you you know, I'm, and they were into that. (laughs) And I realized, even though I was already a sex educator, that that's something that I hadn't 
actually explored or talked to anyone mm-hmm. about. So this is kind of a long time coming. That's another one. <laughs> it just before it happens. They just keep coming. Um, what makes urine taste worse if if beer neutralizes? And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I imagine asparagus, but I don't yeah. know if that affects the taste. <laughs> It does. Yeah. Asparagus. Um, also if you want, it, it can be uh, citrus, the same stuff that kind of makes cum taste better mm-hmm. can also make the urine more neutral. So like pineapple, strawberries, things like that. Anything that you would regularly, you know, anything that you take in that's going to be strong is going to come out pretty strong. Okay. And again, that's why you want to, if you're into it and you want to explore, Plan accordingly for a little bit of a lightening it up. You want to drink enough fluids, a lot of water, beer, things like that. So how about whiskey and other liquors? Does that act like beer or is that different altogether? It it makes it a little stronger, of course, because your liver is going to filter it out. So there's the, uh, the myth that you can get drunk off of urine and things like that. Highly, highly unlikely. Yeah, you're you're pretty filtered. Oh man, there's so many things. I mean, okay, ask, ask away. <laughs> logistics, just yes. absolute logistics. It makes sense to do it in the shower. Yes, that's a very safe place to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe in the woods where there's a lot of dirt. That's always a good thing. Um, but what about like your bedroom? Like I know the vinyl sheets, but then I imagine there's, there's spillover. Sheets. Well, here's the key, and here's a very another very funny story. When I talk about this at my sex classes, they, uh, I tell a story of a girl who her and her husband at the time wanted to play golden showers. He being the bottom. So he laid down on the bed. They're like, okay, a towel will be okay. She like squatted over him, started to pee. He freaked out. She started laughing and couldn't stop peeing. (laughs) So it's, it's hilarious. So it is, there does require a bit of a preparation and logistics. You're right. Um, one of the biggest factors is I mentioned before, pee shy, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting that flow started. I know guys that like all hit my knees and I'm like, yeah, do it. And it, 15 minutes later, they're like, dude, it's not happening. <laughs> and it's just, so sometimes I'll, I'll point them away from me. Like pretend I'm not here. And then they're like, okay, when you turn around, just let it go. And so on me is you or on someone is usually a little easier to deal with than like drinking. Because if you're starting to pee, imagine someone touching you there, you immediately clench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. having the ability to relax as you pee is really difficult with someone, either a mouth or a hand or something over it or touching it. That's a factor. So it requires a bit of practice. Someone that you're really comfortable with, someone that you know, whatever happens, you'll be cool with. Um, again, the bathroom is a good place because you can clean up. And there's some guys, myself included, who, you know, we're not going to miss a drop. We know what we're going to do. So, you know, we can do it in the middle of a a bar and no one would even notice. I mean, I'm not much of a chugger. Like if someone's like, yeah, it's your birthday, Sandra. I don't, I don't know if I could swallow at the rate of someone poke poke a hole in the beer and slam it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that person. Yeah. No, you have to, you have to, you cannot do this with a cold. 
you have to breathe through your nose. Okay. You're going to, it's very difficult to like, imagine when you eat cereal and you have a cold, how difficult that is. You sound like a walrus. <laughs> I've never thought of that, but okay. It's difficult. It's telling you. <laughs> so same, same principle applies when you're uh, playing with water sports. If you're going to drink it, you have to be in that mode and you have to be prepared. Um, you can also do what I call the tap out. If your mouth is full, you can't pull out and go or pull off and say, Hey, stop. So you just kind of tap them, Mm -hmm. you know, get the point across. But again, they kegel it up. They kegel it up. Yeah. Yeah. But they kegel it up. But what if they don't kegel? What if they're like the flow started, dude, you committed to this. So there's the negotiation of that. Um, what if the guy is like super, what if he, you know, drank and pissed like a racehorse? What if he's again, what if there's a lot of force versus yeah, the trickle? Guys, some guys like create foam in the toilet when they yeah. pee because it's so intense. I know. So, you know, you can hear them in the next room. It's like, you it, know. Is it, if it gets in your eye, does it burn like semen? No. Oh, it good. doesn't, thankfully. No, it, it can be a little irritating, don't get me wrong, but it's you know certainly not the pink eye inducing um, from cum in the eye. Okay. It burns. Let's get back to the why. Yes, why? The first time someone that you receive pee in your mouth... I really, I, mm-hmm. I just need to understand because mm-hmm. I feel like maybe someday this will happen. Maybe you, I need to prepare myself. You might. You know, who knows? Who knows it's what's going to happen? It's always good to be prepared, like a, like a Girl Scout. A boy, yeah. A boy Scout, but Dude, you prepare. Boy Scouts are taught to be prepared. Girl Scouts are taught to clean up after themselves. It's like, so it's, true. It's awful. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so um, the why? The first time, you, or, were you just like, oh God, here it comes? Like, oh no. I think, I think it was a really, just a really passionate exchange, quite mm-hmm. frankly. It was with a boyfriend, and he was into it, I was into it, and... So we just, you know, it just, it happened kind of organically, obviously, but it was, you know, we're all about recycling, right? Um, So it was really just really passionate, but I will never forget that first taste. And it was kind of the shock of, oh my God, what is that? Uh And then it was, oh, that's okay. It wasn't, oh my God, what is that? Spit it out, go away. It was I can handle this, oh. but I'm also more of those. If I commit to something, I want to see it through. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was just a challenge. And then over time it's become a little, I should say easier, but I'm also very discerning. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to know if I'm going to play with a guy, if he's been drinking a while or if he's had a lot of water, mm-hmm. if we're in the mood for it, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you're I, watching them on a date. Like they don't even yeah, know that you're a yes. Right? You're watching. Yeah, exactly. I actually like to joke that, you know, water sports is a first or second date at this point. You know, <laughs> the, the, people talk about it now. It's like water sport. That's no biggie. So I think it's hilarious. I like that. It's getting more and more like popular in a way. It's kind of fun. Now, even though you've been watching the person, making mm-hmm. sure that they're intaking, what if it is a bit on the pungent side, like first thing in the morning type situation? Then what? It's, then? it's, it's a tough one. Um, usually, you kind of, I have just grin and bear it. Um, like, like this, like, like being like, oh, yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, you kind of pull off and you're like, kind of do the head shake, like, <laughs> okay, we're good. Let's move on to something else. Or, you know, do you got some soda? Do you got some water? You know, I need to rinse this down. I love it. You know, but, you know, it's also circumstances. Like, if I'm in a bathtub, if I'm in a play space and it is pungent, a lot of guys don't swallow. 
they'll catch it in their mouth and then just kind of spit it out. Okay. They'll catch it in their mouth or let it run out of their mouths onto them and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if it is pungent and you're in that scenario, you're, you don't care if you make a mess, just close your mouth. Yeah. Let it go on your neck or your face or whatever. Like I have a weird aversion to my head space, uh-huh. like physical head touching. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to piss on me, that's fine, but keep it neck down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and and that's something that's very submissive. If you're in that space, if someone is standing above you and pissing on your head, Mm -hmm. that can be construed as very submissive Mm -hmm. as opposed to very dominant for the person doing it. Really? Yeah. So it's that, it's like the spit, piss, things like that. It's literally a positioning of hierarchy. Someone is above you and making you accept this. I thought you were saying that the person standing was being submissive, but you're saying, no, no, I no. see. Yeah, the guy standing is being the, the uh-huh. dominant individual, and the person below sitting there or standing or like crouching or laying down is getting covered. So, you know, it's your face is your, all your senses. So. I think what's interesting is for me, having been exposed to so many things, I mean, uh-huh. each of us is into different things. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, okay to try things mm-hmm. and I would be okay with blood play mm-hmm. before piss play. And I think that's really interesting for my personal mm-hmm. lines is it's exciting. Now, I'm not like sexually excited, but it's like intellect. I'm just like yeah. fascinating that it's a, a place that I, I don't go. And it's like, I don't want to go there. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say for the rest of my life, I won't go there. It's just not really on the menu for me, but I'm like, yeah. but the fact that this is, it's um, it's just wonderful. Well, I'll, uh, a confession for me is I like to tell people that my kinks run the gamut. I've covered pretty much everything, but I hate spit. <laughs> Which is, I know, exactly. People laugh. It's ironic because it's like, I don't care if you haven't showered in three days and sit on my face. That doesn't bother me a bit. I love guys who don't wear deodorant. I like the natural kind of organic smell. It's very, very realistic to me. It's very, it's not manicure to create it. It's mm-hmm. very masculine and manly. And I like water sports. Mm-hmm. I like whatever, mm-hmm. but don't spit on me. <laughs> and it's, it's, that's not on my menu. You're, you're like shrinking up. Like I know. I'm like, I'm, I know my, I'm actually like cringing a little bit. And my friends tease me because you know, I've had, I've had tricks and stuff and everybody's like, Oh yeah, cool. And I'm getting into it and we're having a hot time. And the guy like spits and I'm like, I have to do my best to literally just take my headspace away from it and be like, it's okay. Just keep moving. <laughs> what about spitting on your dick? Like that whole blowjob oh, thing doesn't bother me a bit. Okay. Yeah. But it's the face. Oh. It's the face again, like spitting in my mouth or like a really sloppy or wet kiss or something. I'm like, ew, that's so gross. We all have our lines, don't we, David? Exactly. We do. That's what's so funny. You're like, this is my line, not on the menu. That's my menu. But here I am. I'm like, yeah, piss on me. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Where can people find you out in the world? Um, DamonHolzem.com is my website. And I do classes around Los Angeles. So Pleasure Chest, uh, The Stock Room, I do live demos. And I cover all the kink and the alternative sexual classes that you can possibly desire. My goodness, class. My, (laughs) my. Thank you for listening and go team fun. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 